Uh, today I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which uh, I'll call complete and incomplete transactions. And this is a really big deal for entrepreneurs, but also anybody doing business on their own. So let's uh, look into what does this even mean. Uh, I don't really see people talking about this much. So a lot of times when we do transactions, there's a, a period of incompletion, maybe a, an opportunity for dissatisfaction, an opportunity for kind of an imbalance of energy input and things like that. So, you know, let's look at a simple example. Um, if you go to a restaurant and you order a meal and then, uh, you know, you have possession of the food and then you pay at the end. So there's a period of time during which the transaction is incomplete. There's a kind of a, a, an area of risk. And when you get into business, there's a lot of other areas of risk. For example, a lot of people, in, say in their hiring process, uh, they try to vet people, check references, and I'm not saying those things aren't a good idea. Um, you know, it's a way to try to mitigate risk. But uh, especially in a startup, you may or may not be really you know, you're trying to mitigate risk because you're trying to make a long-term commitment. So one thing I found a lot that works well with startups is finding people who have the ability to make small commitments. And I'll usually pay people in advance. Like, I almost never pay for, com you know, wait for completion of work. Because I value the person's time. And... So I, but I also only spend amounts that I can risk. And it's like, well, there's two outcomes of this relationship. Either it doesn't work and it's a failure. And certainly I've had plenty of those or it works. And then we go another increment. So that's a really nice way of looking at it. I've already internalized the risk. That's why I pay people in advance. It's like, if I can't trust you with, say, two weeks or one month of pay in advance, well, now I found out. And that's a lot easier to, you know, I can follow my gut feeling that they were a good hire. And, uh, you know, like I said, sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes I'm a little surprised, but I'm always getting the value in advance. Like the moment I pay, for that person's next month, I'm, I'm feel, already feeling complete with the value because life is uncertain. They could die. There's so much random stuff. Why should I wait to pay to the end? While they're also then, they're absorbing the risk of me running out of money or, you know, for whatever reason, not paying their bill. And who, who can better risk that? So that kind of process allows me to hire people very easily 
and give them something to get started because in the in the end what we're doing in our company is building relationships and that's something you can't discover from reading a resume or even talking to you know a reference so I'm not saying I'll never do that but we build relationships on the increment that I can afford to risk all right so now let's take this to something that I see often in the entrepreneur you know with people we're mentoring uh, a, a new entrepreneur and they'll tell me well this guy you know this investor said they want to put a million dollars in in my company they really like it that they had a million dollars and they want to give me a million dollars this happened several times uh, to people who uh, I have worked with and mentored not under my watch they, they haven't before my watch because under you know with with in my approach you would never have the problem I'm going to describe so what's the problem uh, the supposedly wealthy person says well you know yeah I've got a million dollars but first you need to put together a business plan and um, or maybe you need a you need a better pitch deck or there's always some kind of thing it's like oh you know yeah I, I really would give you the money except well now you're it turns out you're missing something that's really important and you need to do that first so what's really going on there I'm looking for a good place to walk here I guess this is a good enough direction What's going on is a totally incomplete transaction, but the thing is, the entrepreneur has to start taking responsibility for that. Uh, and what we do instead, as as newbie founders, is like, it's like we want to chase that money, we want to please that person. That is not the way to handle that whole discussion. So here's the right way. In a situation, let's say that that happens and somebody says that they want to put a million dollars in your company and you say, that's great. Now, of course, hopefully you're prepared and you know the valuation of your company that, you know, the pre-money valuation. We've discussed that in other videos. We'll talk about it a hundred times, I'm sure more. But you know what you're selling in terms of investment so that when that person shows up, at least you know what you're selling. The pre-money valuation of your company and you have an idea of your governance uh, situation as well. So all those kind of basics are kind of ready. That helps. But even if you don't have that, and, when, and then you say, okay, well, what do you need to put the money in my bank account? And you say that to the investor, and the investor says, well, you know, I need a deck, and, you know, I need you to do all this and that. And as a founder, this is the pivotal moment where you can create a completion or you can get yourself in trouble. So the completion is you say, wow, you know, a million dollars is a lot of money. Obviously, that would be the difference between this company being, you know, growing to a billion dollar valuation or perhaps, you know, not even being able to boot up. But, you know, right now, uh, the company is working, I'm hustling, you know, yeah, I work a lot, and 
if I start taking time away from the part of the company that is working to provide you with all this information, the company could fail from the lack of my attention to the part that I need to focus on. So here's what I'd like you to do. You know what I stand for. You know what I'm committed to. You know what we're doing already. I'd like you to put a, a value on that or even just a token and also Let's be real, the cost, the real time cost to develop even a good deck of, you know, and, and underlying business materials, that, that's quite an expensive thing, especially in the real world, you know, the, the corporate world. So you might say, uh, you know, if you really like what we're doing, I'd like you to place $100,000 into my company today. And then we'll talk about valuation, like that's just a, that's just a buy-in. That's just your, a token of your commitment. Then we can work through all those issues. If you're not committed enough to write a check for $100,000 today, then how about I come back to you in a later round once we're stronger and we have all of those materials, you know, in place. And if you look, like at the founding of Google, that's exactly what happened to them. They, I don't even think they actually said that expressly, but this guy, Andy uh, Bettelsheim, showed up at their house in Silicon Valley, the founders of Google, and he liked what they were doing. He just wrote a check for $100,000. He didn't have any terms. You know, there was, I don't think they even had a corporate structure at the time. He just said, look, here's $100,000. Get back to me when you've got your corporate structure, you know, the valuation, all that. For all I know, you know, I don't know the whole inside story. If I were them, I would have talked to him as a mentor and got his advice on how to value it because no, no real investor wants to just take the founder to the cleaners because that makes the company unstable. So a good investor is going to want the company valued properly for growth, not valued in a way to take an extreme position. But instead, like I said, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, newbie founders, especially in a heart-centric field like this, they get entangled in these long discussions and trying to produce materials and chasing after the, that large dollar instead of declaring a value of themselves and their time and just really checking to see if the commitment is real, because in the end, it's commitment. And if somebody, who says, somebody who's flashing a million dollars can't write a check on the spot, just based on their commitment, they're probably not for real. They're probably not really serious about you succeeding. That's a scary thought when you really think about it. So there's really nothing lost. And also, let's say that they are serious, but they just want to have paperwork or they want some kind of condition that you can't solve today. You just say, great, that's a more mature company. I'll call you back, you know, in our, in our second or third round. The kind of people that are going to invest in your seed round, your first round of capital, that's a special kind of person who can operate on a pure commitment, operate on their heart, operate on a kind of a, a sense as opposed to relying on a bunch of paperwork, a bunch of presentations and all that kind of stuff.
So now you're taking something that's a potential for a massive incompletion because what do, what do I always hear from these founders? It's like, oh, I worked so hard, I had all these meetings, I wrote up the deck and then they said, oh, you, you know, there's still something missing, it's not good enough. And meanwhile, my company, we lost sales and now I'm really on the ropes. That's what happens when you don't look for completion in each transaction. So there's so many different opportunities for things to be transacted in a complete way. In fact, I just made a transaction like that today um, where I'm paying somebody $5,000 for a set of services. Now, I didn't just like wing it. We, we had a lot of discussions about the fine points of the agreement. It's a really strong value proposition, and but I don't take $5,000 lightly. And the thing is, though, I evaluated the risk, and there were some protective measures. You know, we do have an agreement. If that agreement, you know, there, there's enough value in that agreement to rationalize, even if only a little bit of it's delivered, that's worth $5,000, so that's good. So again, the question is, is it about the risk? Is it about me putting that out there and then worrying? Or am I okay? It's like, you know what? I've made much bigger mistakes in the past. So I felt very complete. I, you know, it's like, when I finally was ready to make that decision, it's like, I'm all in. Now, it's not about like looking for failure. It's about how do we work together to win this this commitment, that was symbolic of my commitment to something very big. So I hope that we all can see the point here is that commitment is something that happens in the moment. And you can put a price on that commitment. That's how I've raised money with nothing but an idea and no business card, no deck, no presentation. Just a common commitment is enough Maybe not to fund a whole company, but it's enough to get quite a lot of checks. You know, I've raised a fair amount of money just on passion and commitment. That's actually worth something. The perfect deck, the perfect cash flow projection, those are extra. Those are nice, but those are not the things that actually we've been conditioned by the the entrepreneur media, how to make the perfect deck, you know, how to get their attention or all this stuff. And I'm not saying that doesn't work at all, but in the end, it's really commitment. That's where the value flows. So thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next video.